Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level, so I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, today on the show, we have channeler Ann Tucker. Now, Ann's been channeling for a while now, and when we did a live channeling of the angelic realm or angelic wisdom, as she puts it, I was really, really blown away. What they have to say is pretty profound and might just change not only your day, but your life. Let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show, Ann Tucker. How are you doing, Ann? Wonderfully. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really excited to talk to you about your journey and to talk to the angels who apparently are knocking on the door ever since we logged on, who <laughs> want to get on. They're, they're hams. They want the spotlight and they are just begging to get on. So don't worry, guys, you'll get on soon. <laughs> but so uh, my first question to you, I always like to ask is, what was your life like before this insanity that is channeling in your life? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, um, I was very, um, I guess you would say like conventional. I was very conventional before all this started. I, um, I have a corporate background. I was at Microsoft, uh, in the heady days of all the fun. I was a negotiator and negotiated some of their, their, you know, their largest deals with their largest customers. I went from that into leadership development. I was an executive coach for, um, uh, for the largest companies in the U S the, for the, you know, for in the tech and med tech sectors. Um, I was, I had a whole career, I had a whole life and, uh, and then this happened. <laughs> and, I, and I'll stop you there for a second. Cause I love that. I love channels like yourself who, you know, you weren't like, you know, on, on Venice beach somewhere, and like, hey man, I'm a right. I'm a channel, and and you're like, no, you had a full on lucrative career, yeah. making good money, and you know, enjoying yourself, and then you make this shift into the obviously millions and millions that you make here doing channeling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want people to understand that because people are like, oh, it's all about the money. They, she had a job that I paid a probably great a, a great job, probably paid a hell of a lot more. Then channeling and also didn't clear the room. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so what happened when you first started hearing the voices? You know, it's funny because it didn't start, it didn't start with channeling, uh, trans channeling. The trans channeling came in the, like at, down the road. Mm -hmm. I didn't know at first I was meant to be a trans channel. In the beginning I was channeling, but I was, I was healing. I was doing, and I, I would have clairvoyant visions but I started having all kinds of crazy psychic phenomena that could not be ignored. And it was my own curiosity. I just could not, I couldn't resist. It was, it was, I had stuff where I would, 
uh, I think of a friend and I would be inside their body and I would be seeing what they were seeing and I would be, and it would, oh my gosh, what just happened? You know, I would, I mean, all kinds of crazy things that I couldn't explain. And so I, I then uh, thought, okay, if I'm going to be my own executive coach, what would I tell myself to do? And I would say, double down. If you're really curious about this, if you really want to know what it's all about, then plan a year, do a year where you just commit yourself to figuring this out, to engaging fully. And that meant leaving my job. And I scheduled out and I did a bunch of trips and I, and I traveled around the world and I did all this stuff and I read all the books and went to the workshops and I did everything. And, and I'll tell you that quitting the job is a one-way ticket because once you come out as this, like you cannot get back into the boardroom. It's a closed door, you know what I mean? So it was big, a big choice, but it was really like eating my own dog food. It was like, okay, if I know... If I, if I'm thinking about this as someone, not me, this is what I would tell them. And so, so let's do it. <laughs> so so were, were you spiritual or did you have any of this growing up? I mean, was this completely foreign to you or did you have some inclination? It was, I would say that I always knew that I was, I always knew I was spiritual, definitely not religious. I had four parents, like two parents divorced and remarried. So I had four parents, everyone had a different religion. So I was, I had no religious background of any kind. And, but I always knew that I, at the time, the only reference I had was psychic. So I thought I always knew I was psychic, but it'd always be stuff I couldn't control. It would happen where I would always be surprised by it. And I remember a conversation I had when I was five, I remember sitting up in bed and having a conversation with what I thought was myself, except I was getting answers. And I know now that I was channeling. And I remember the voice saying that you were going to, I was going to grow up and help people know how to live. It was something phrased in a way that a five-year-old could understand. And I remember laughing out loud and saying, how do I know? How would I know what to tell people? I'm only five. You know what I mean? Like, how would I know what to say? But I remember that conversation because thinking how funny I thought it was. Um, Mm. So, and I had, I mean, I know I had imaginary friends. It was always happening. But as I got older, I, you know, the, the coping, my coping mechanisms for the difficulties in my life were to close my heart and, Mm -hmm. uh, and go very much into my left brain. And so I, I veered towards the masculine expression. And so as I got, you know, got older and then I got into my first karmic relationship, which there's a lot of stuff I was trying not to see. And that again, just shuts down the third eye. And so when the moment came for me to wake up, it was, it was swift and it was fast and everything I needed showed up on my doorstep. And I was literally just ushered in. Really? Well, let me ask you this, because you just said something that's really interesting. And again, I always like pointing this out for people who might be skeptical of this. This isn't an easy path. No. There's like, like some common say, and I agree with them. There's easier, easier hustles out there. (laughs) than doing this. So what happened when you decided to kind of come out of this closet, if you will, that you've been going off on this kind of like eat, pray, love, spiritual (laughs) journey that you went on uh, to find out about each, you know, it's like the medium psychic channel (laughs) journey that you did. What am I and what's happening to me and all of that? Yeah. So when you finally came out to your family, to your friends, to your colleagues, what was that like? And how did you deal with it psychologically? I would say it was it was tough. I needed a whole new set of friends that I remember sending an email out to uh, a bunch of friends that I had and just saying, hey, does anybody want to get together, you know, once a month and have a, you know, a meeting to talk about, you know, and I kind of phrased it in like self-development and I tried to make it as soft as I could. 
Not a single one even responded. And these were friends of mine. They didn't even write back, right? And I was kind of crushed. I was heartbroken. So what I did is I just, I, uh, I thought about it for a while. And I rented a theater in downtown Bellevue, which is it's a big city here where I live, a beautiful theater. And I put a thing on Meetup saying spiritual Meetup, who wants to come? And I put myself on the stage as the first sacrificial speaker. And I was like, I need new friends. Who's going to come? And I had no idea if anybody would show up. And like 25 people came. And it was awesome. And some of those people are now like my closest friends. And I've been, it was so meaningful to me yeah. that I have been doing it every month. Even when I moved, I moved down to California. I flew back up once a month to hold the meetup and I still have it. It's now like 1500 people. And, uh, and <laughs> a lot of friends, a lot, a lot of friends. friends now I didn't have any then, but now I have a lot. But, um, but yeah, so it was, I mean, it was in terms of personal cost. Yeah, it was, it was, I'd say it put a ton of distance in my then marriage, a ton of distance. Um, it was my children. Here's the cool thing though. The way I won my children over was by, by reading for them. Uh, they would want to know like, does this, does this boy like me? What does this person think of me? And so when they figured out I could do that, they were like sold up until then <laughs> they were kind of like, what's mom doing? This is weird. Then they were like, Oh, wait, what did he think of me? <laughs> yes, I have I have a psychic on tap. That's <laughs> that's that kind of helps the whole this is weird woo-woo stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Now, but it was not a process that was in any any way easy. And I don't mean to say that to scare off. I know there's a lot of people out there who are contemplating their own journeys. And all I would say is that just to trust it, that to not worry, like, yes, you're not going to, you're not, the people that you know now might not be supportive, but you have to be willing to close that energy in order to free your resources up. You have to stop investing in the negative, negative relationships, free up your energy and invest in, be ready for what comes new, you know, open up, you have to free your energy up so that something else that is supportive will show up for you. So I find and, in my world, that's more often the case that people don't want to come out because they're worried about censure and losing relationships and all of that. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. One thing I want to just kind of really dig in on a little bit for people, people because there's such a lesson there is that as you shift your friends and family and colleagues might often not shift with you. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Sometimes they do, but a lot of times they don't. And that's not only shift as a channel, but just evolve as a human being, as a spirit. There's gonna be there's gonna be evolution. So that's why, you know, people you were friends with in high school, I you know, I try to tell my kids and they're like, oh my friends. I'm like, honey, please guys, <laughs> I promise you the chances of you even knowing the names of these people in 10 years is yeah. going to be astronomical. So a lot of people, they only see what they see in front of them. Like you did, like all I had was my that close friends, but when they all rejected you, essentially, yeah. yeah, you were so brave to do that, by the way, that meetup thing is a genius idea. Like, sure, I need new friends, everybody, <laughs> you know, talk spiritual stuff. I'm here. Let's do this. Let's just have fun. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Now, um, so your channel now. So can you explain the process of your the way you channel your trans channel and apparently yes. a deep a deep trans channeler yes. as well? So can you explain to the audience what your process is and then also what it was like when it first started to come in? Because 
that energy is fairly powerful. Oh my word. I and that nervous and that nervous system, if it's not ready, it sounds like you were primed a bit for the trans channeling yeah. aspect. So can you explain that please? Yeah, absolutely. So before I was a clairvoyant channel and uh, clairvoyant can clairsentient clairknowing. So I would, the way I would work as a healer is I would, I would get visions and I would talk through the visions and I would get the vision. And then I would get an associated knowing in the body. And I would feel in my body what they were feeling in their body. So I could sense when energy was released, but it was a very, I was very like, this is how I do it. And I was working and I'm like, I'm on path. I'm doing my thing. But the minute you get comfortable, they're like, and guess what? Here's the next thing. So one day I was out meditating in my usual spot. And, uh, and, and I was a healer. My guides always came in through the back. They would enter through the back. And I was very familiar with that. All of a sudden I'm sitting the minute I close my eyes to go meditate. Boom. It's like one of my guides is sitting on me. And the pressure was so extreme. I couldn't breathe. It was like, it was here and here. And it was just intense pressure. And I thought, what is like, come in, like, what's the deal? Come in through the back. Why are you trying to, I thought one of them was literally sitting on me and I couldn't understand what was going on. But I just kind of went with it. I thought, okay, let's see what happens. Well, that went on for six months. Six months, the minute I would close my eyes to meditate, boom, pressure, and I couldn't breathe. And that, and I just kind of kept trying to breathe through. Think, At some point, this is going to break. Something's going to happen. You know, this is like, this is not normal. So six months later, it finally dawns on me that they are not trying to come in. They are trying to lift me up. And once I, the minute I got it, I was like, zoom. And I was up and the pressure dissipated it comes down over me like a helmet and all of a sudden I'm in this space and I'm looking around and I see all these angels and I see Yeshua and I see uh everybody's you know it's the way you'd expect everybody's wearing white and all this kind of stuff which is like probably my perception of how I would see it and I'm like great this is awesome amazing and then nobody says anything and I'm sitting there waiting going like okay uh now what like what happens <laughs> nothing Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. And I'm just standing there and I'm like, can you write it for me? Like, what can I read? You know, can you show me nothing? And they would just, everybody's standing around smiling. So this was like another six months of me going up and seeing everybody and now standing around awkwardly for six months until I finally one day had the, and it was really, I would say the confidence. It was the confidence or the trust or the faith that it would work. I sat down and I started, I went into that state and I just put pen to paper and I just said, okay, give me one word at a time. And I just started writing the words and they came through and I figured if I did it one word at a time, I wouldn't be able to follow what was coming through and I would know it's not from me. And so I just started doing it one word, one word, one word, one word. And I thought it was gibberish. I was like, this is not working. I don't know what's going on. I'll just keep, it was like words coming down a pipe. It was like a pipe was right here and it'd be like word, word, word. And I'd be like, nah, okay, whatever. I'll just write them down. And I get to the end and I read it and it was profound, absolute and poetic, profound and poetic. And it mm. blew my mind wide open. And so in the beginning, I channeled like that. I channeled to writing and now I don't write. Now I just channel, just they come, they worked on my vocal cords for about four months. They told me they were going to do it. And for about four months, I had no voice, literally where I could talk for about 20 minutes and then I would lose my voice for four months. And they were working on doing something so they could come in and speak through me. And now that's what happens. So now they come in and they just, they just do their thing. And I'm, I'm there. I can, I, they're, they're communicating to me visually as they're speaking. And I can re remember some words, but I don't like when I channel my Friday live messages, I, I have no idea what's being said. I don't, I don't understand it until the next day when I go back and put in the punctuation. Interesting. So, and it sounds like that you during those that six, the first six months where the 
they were sitting on you essentially in the next six months where they were just staring at you. This process to the way I interpret it, at least is this is a priming process for you to get kind of ready. And also they can't pull you up against your will. You've got to figure this out a bit. Yes. And that too, that too. So there's those two things. And then the working on the vocal cords were literally priming your vocal cords and your, I'm assuming your nervous system to handle, mm -hmm. to handle this kind energy. of energy, the energy yeah. that flows through. What was it like the very first time it came through? Like that they, first. <laughs> oh, I mean, shocking. And the, one of the biggest surprises was that it was painful is that it was mm -hmm. literally like being at the bottom of the ocean, you know, where, or at the bottom of, of a deep swimming pool with the pressure on your head it felt like that down to about here. So it felt like I was under intense pressure. So I could only hold it for a little while. I remember the first time they told me I was gonna have to do, they wanted me to bring through these nine angelic frequencies. So uh, so I'm also a portal. So I bring through energies to the planet and they wanted me to do this with these nine different frequencies, but they told me I had to hold it for 90 minutes. And they said people would come from around the world. And I was like, how is that gonna happen? And of course it did because it's the angels. And, uh, but I remember if you listen to the nine recordings, I did one a month. And if you listen to the first one, my voice is shaking through most of it that I'm, I, you can tell I'm struggling, like to hold the energy for that long. It was hard. And by about third, fourth, fifth one, it's like starting to smooth, you smooth. And by the end, it's like butter, you know what I mean? By the end, I'm like talking and it's going and it's easy. It took me a while to integrate it, but, um, but now I can channel them and it's not, I feel the fresh, I feel the sensation, but it, there's no pain at all. It's so it's so amazing. And do you get wiped out with the energy or do you get I do it, it, it wipes yeah. you out. It doesn't energize you. It wipes you out. Yeah. If doing that other things like when I do when I'm channeling healing energy, super energizing. But when I'm doing the trance channeling that if I do a lot of it, it exhausts me. So I do retreats and in those retreats I'm channeling. I'm channeling like three times a day for an hour to a day. They're very, very intense. And I, I'm sustained. But at the end of it, I collapse. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. so fascinating because, again, I have a very unique perspective of being able to talk to so many different channels yeah. around the world. And everyone's process, I, I always try to look at common denominators yeah. for everybody's process. That's why I'm like, you, you're primed. I, I understand certain things that have to happen mm -hmm. in order for this energy to come through. And some people get supercharged up. Some yeah. people get wiped out. It really just depends on the individual. So it's, yeah. and you don't, and you don't channel live uh, often. You don't do it no. on your YouTube channel. You do mm -hmm. it pretty much on either retreats or you do it behind the scenes. And then you read what they say. Is that correct? I do. I do. Yeah. And they're, they're uh, doing that gives me the time to go through. Like I said, I don't understand what I'm channeling when I channel most of the time. Sometimes I'll get like, I, they'll show me things and I can follow along, but there's a ton that I miss because one of the interesting things about channeling the angels is that the angels are not linear. They see everything all at once. And so mm -hmm. in their word choices, they will frequently choose words that have three meanings and they mean all three. And so it takes a deep read to really get everything from the message. So a lot of times I, that's one of the reasons I like with the Friday live messages, I will channel those in advance and then take my time and break it down because you just, you miss so much. Right. So, and, and you have agreed to come on, they've agreed to come on to the show, which is a rare yeah. occasion. So I appreciate it. So many yeah. people are going to have to watch this thing a few times to understand yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so one, before we bring, we barely bring them on, cause I know I'm sure they're knocking on the door uh, to come in. Um, <laughs> Can you give an example of 
an event, a, a life that you changed or a client's life that you changed because of what came through your channeling. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Oh my gosh. You know, that is one of the most fun amazing, inspiring things about doing this work is I feel so incredibly honored to witness uh, people's journeys that I, uh, like one of the most profound things is I I just ended uh, what I called the golden circle. It was a group, uh, it was meant to be every six months, a renewing group of six people that I would be the seventh and we would be a circle of seven and I would work intensely with these people. The problem is no one ever left. That they just kept renewing and renewing and renewing. <laughs> so I developed these incredibly close relationships with these women. It was all women in the group. And uh, and the amazing thing is I got to see because of the nature of the work is the depth of the work and that it took place over two and a half years. I was able to see these, these stories, these life histories that uh, blew my mind. Every session was like, absolutely blew my mind. And the the voyage that those women made, they went from being, um, you know, closed and scared and having a lack of self-confidence to being completely out in the world, sharing their work, you know, very successful in their work, health issues resolved. I mean, all the things, all the things you want. So it's, yeah, it's, it, it was an amazing process, but crazy, crazy things came up. Uh, uh, certain things like one person who's, who's. Uh, every male in her family uh, was the same soul, if you can imagine. And I know it sounds wild, but every historically all the way back. And, and so, I mean, there's just crazy and there's patterns and things about that and that we had to unwind and unwind and it took, and, you know, it just amazing people who um, anyways, it, the stories could just go on forever, but the stuff that I was able to learn about even what's possible because of the depth of that work, as like I said, and then just the gratitude of, of these women having so much faith and willingness, like the trust it takes to do that kind of work, to be willing to just go in and go in and go mm -hmm. in again and again and again. It just takes a lot of really willpower and trust and faith, all the things. So yeah, I'd say it's been amazing. The idea that that idea of the of everything happening all at once. You've mentioned it a few times now when they say it or the angels are saying it. And also now with the soul idea, which I haven't heard that one specifically, but it makes all the sense in the world to me Yeah, because this idea, and I keep hearing this from channels. I keep hearing this from near death experiencers that all of our lifetimes are happening at the exact same time yeah. that we live parallel lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're our, I, the way I explain it is the needle on the record for us old folks who know what a needle and a record are, um, <laughs> is right here where we are right now. Yeah. But the record is deep and long on both mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. And when we shift something in this life where the needle is, yeah. it ripples back and it ripples forward Yeah. as well. So it's, it, it, it's hard for the brain to compute, compute this because our hardware sucks. Yes. for this yeah. kind of yeah, work exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like trying to wash dishes with a with a tire <laughs> like it doesn't really make sense uh yeah. to do so but it, it it it's it's interesting that these ideas are starting to come are becoming more in vogue and people are talking about these ideas more with quantum physics and in movies with the multiverse idea 
and then parallel dimension. It's really a fascinating idea, yeah, but I, I always look at everything with a spiritual lens. So like, yeah. what does this all mean? Like great multiverse. What does that mean spiritually for us? Yes. Uh, yeah. Soul evolution. Yeah. yeah. It's cool that Dr. Strange can jump back and forth. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Really entertaining. What does yeah. it mean spiritually for us? What does yeah. it mean for our soul's evolution? So, um, all right. So let's get, let's get the angels in. Let's do let's it. Get the angels. Oh. This is going to be exciting. <laughs> and I would just ask for you, if you don't mind, because the angels rarely come in without doing a little healing. So if you uh, just, when they do, just keep your spine relatively straight, if you can, because they tend to work on the spine a lot and then uh, just ground. And if you'd like, I'll go ahead and ground myself and get started. All right. Alex, we are within, we are within, we are speaking. We wish to begin by announcing that you are coming to a point in your life of fruition, that you are holding within you now the fruits of longing, the essence that you bear, the self that you are is coming forward and you will meet him once again. He will bring within you a sense of yourself, a sense of your mission, not commonplace, not ever after bearing what you now expect. It will be an alteration, an alteration from where you have been going. You have misunderstood something, something deep and ancestral to your being. And we wish to bring this to your attention. We speak now your name of ever after, Alex. In the remembering of your soul song, there is a repetitive pattern of announcing, of announcing what has been and then coming to terms with what arrives and then beginning in the strumming of a new focal chord. And we wish to draw your attention to this, to speak into you now the rhythm of this new offering, if you will have it. Yes. We thank you. We draw down and around you now the sole spark of your origin, your point of recognition, what you are. And this does spark within you a longing to understand your own beginnings. And from this space, you will recognize there is an orchestration happening now in the culmination of this life. There are the important forces which you acknowledge. And there are those unseen who stay, who hover, who are near who are waiting for the transition of this time. And as they come forward, you will feel within the body, in the bones, in the very fragments of your being and beginnings that you have come to an understanding that all that was no longer is. And you will feel within yourself there is an important fragrance within the very essence of yourself that must be shared and no longer will you culminate the hours with the repetition of others minds but you will take for yourself the stand of speaking and will come into the world in other ways and will find yourself being spoken to of one mind with the essence of who you are and this will come through and you will find this in times uncertain to be strong 
and to carry the rhythm of the forces that support you and to elevate the minds of those to whom you enter with the solemn song of your own beginning. Do you understand us? I do. Do you have questions for us? I do. What global events do you see coming for humanity in the coming years? There is the shift, the change of which you are aware, the changing of the times on offer. There is instrumental into the humanity's evolution. There is an uncertainty that you bear. Currently, currently, you are enmeshed in the beginnings of this next offering, and you feel it as a tumultuous now. Your existence feels as though you plow on into the effort to recreate what was, and yet the new beginnings erupt all around you. And there is the struggle and the turmoil, the resistance and the purge. And this evolution continues. It is the demise of the carrying on of the masculine light, the vibration of that which has held humanity to structure and allowing, to structure and forbearing. There is within this duality the resistance of one another, the resistance within the mind, the resistance within the happening of the human body. There is the sense that there is one above and one below. And we would bring humanity into harmony, into an understanding of itself as something balanced, of having within the sense of the divine as two equal parts. And for this to occur, there must be the elevation of the feminine mind, which has been repressed which has been subjugated, which has been left behind. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And there is within this duality, within each and every soul, each and every person, in every facet of this life, this duality exists. And there is the cacophony of voices which permeate the world, which speak to it and hold it now and keep it as it stands. And there must be a gentle yet vibration to begin this interference, to create this change. And this will arrive soon now, soon now. There will be an instance energetic that comes before your eyes, a presence, you will feel it, yes. And a shifting happens internal, inside. And this is yet the beginnings of a multifaceted approach to the shifting, to the shifting that arrives. There are yet other instantiations of difficulty which will come. And we herald these as an aspect of the change that will arrive. And there are those who will inhabit these times, who will feel their arrivals 
and will know themselves transported and the demise and cease of functions which have bound and held humanity into forms of repression, these will subside. And in the end, you will find yourselves in a place and spirit evolved, evolved from the place and understanding of self as one dimension of expression, as one aspected union, and instead see the myriad of choices you become to be the one among many souls, the oneness, the oneness comes. Do you understand us? I do, I do. Are there any specific signs or symptoms of a shift in consciousness that we as individuals should be aware of? Yes, you are held now in a frequency that is changing as we speak. As we speak, you are finding, following your pathways, dear. Each and every one held differently among yourselves. There is no one path. There is no one moment now, no one time that must come for all. There is, yes, yes, the instantiations of energies which come, which flourish, which aid, which help, and you are held, you are held, each are held in their own ascension to understand, dears. You have time, time to understand what happens within. There are aspects of each soul which must be revealed, for the knowledge gathering time is now. The time to glean your lives from all that is learning, from all you have experienced. The time is now. The time is now for understanding soul and self. This is the opportunity before you now to take these moments of tranquility, to take these times of awareness where confrontation surrounds you and you are showing yourselves in deep relief and pattern. And you may glean from this, the deep furrows of your own worry and come to understanding of what has formed you. And these, as you come into fold, will disappear. For the time, though long it seems, it withers. The time for self-learning draws to a close and then begins a next phase of opening. And you will find in your hearts a gentle gliding without fear, a sense of self in a harmonic balance. And this is not to say that all will perform their life without conflict or constraint. No, it merely says that a harmonic balance is achieved that you may orchestrate a life of presence and self-awareness and from within that context experience yourself within this plane of existence. And in the times forming around you now, this opportunity remains to confront the self for self-learning. This is the time. It is now. It is now. Do you understand us? I do. Thank you. How can we help others who are struggling with the spiritually awake, the spiritual awakening process? There are many in the tide of resistance who conform themselves to what was, who wish to know no more of their own inner vision, who stay perturbed by the external. 
and they are in difficult times ahead. And we will feel their sorrow and their pain. And we wish for them the awakening. We wish for them the feeling of support that we offer. We wish for them to be transported as you are toward the awareness. And you ask, you say, what is it? What is it that creates the separation between us and they? We hear nothing. And we say merely the awareness that you are. The separation from all that surrounds you as external and the comprehension that what does provide this vision is your own inner landscape. It is this separation that occurs and those who cannot be freed from the outer illusion cannot find the relief that they seek. They find themselves distraught and for them we ring the bell of compassion in each and every heart. We wish for you to separate no longer from they who are in resistance, but to yield to them your greatest spirit, your truth, to yield to them the honesty with which you seek your own transference and to allow them to see your journey, to reveal yourselves to those who reject you and to allow them to understand you are different, to peruse your beginnings, to see perhaps an opportunity for themselves to reek of your compassion and to feel no judgment, to feel no separation, to see yourself as they are and have been, and to feel only love. This we ask. Could you explain the process of a dimensional shift in the terms of human understanding? We see not the category of dimensional purge. We see instead a frequency which evolves among humanity. We see the frequency within. Dimensionality exists always and is immutable, but the constitution of who you are and how you carry yourself forth within it, this does shift in time's coming and you create therefore a separation from what was. It is yourselves who are creating the reality that you perceive. And as you shift and she who transports you, the earth herself, her consciousness evolves beneath you. And together you shall rise into a frequency and dimension, should you wish it, that is different. Does this answer your question? It does. Can you explain the concept of how a soul could be having all of its lives at the exact same time and how our actions in one ripple to others? Thank you for asking this, Alex. We are pleased to speak upon it. We say you are made as one, as one soul, one incarnation at a time. You are breathed of life. You are breathed into existence at one pinpoint, one moment, one thought form you exist and you exist always. And from this placement of I am and I begin, you ripple out into many layers, many aspects of what you are. And these each consecrate and perform into differing dimensionality. 
you become one with everything and all that you are is separated into the many pieces and fragments of all that ever was. And you feel this in the existence of your very beginning. You sense yourself internal, fractalized, as though you are the many sides of glass, the many panes of a diamond. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And from this place of your beginning, beginning each and every dimension of self must be explored for your choosing. You find within the many different varieties of environment and ways of living. And each of these are patterned upon your choices and your choosing. And each one inhabits the soul itself, all come from the same one with everything. And from this space, you begin again and again and again, but each always the same start, the same origin point. And thus there can seem to have been sequence, sequential, sequential aspects to these patternings, but all were decided and decided upon equally in the same moment. Do you understand us? I do. I do. Well, how do you perceive time and space in higher dimensions in a way that we can understand? There's not the rhythm of time that you are speaking of where we are. We exist always everywhere. We are an essence, an essence that permeates everything, including yourself. We are within you. We are everywhere. And we speak to you now from the awareness of all things. And from this space, we will recognize that time is an essence of your own projection of understanding into the now frequency that you create the moment by moment through virtue of your own attention, that time is a function of your own present awareness. Thus, you catalog the moments you experience into the rhythm of a day and a year, and it becomes past and present, but there is all at once only now. Do you understand us? I do. Are there any specific signs or symptoms of a shift in consciousness that we should be aware of? Indeed, there are many of which we have laid breadcrumbs for your perusal. There are many instances of happenings which we have told of and which have yes come to bear. We have instructed yourselves through many channelings of the happenings that are earmarks, earmarks of what is to come. There have been the machinations of supply chain difficulties. There have been the sequential illustrations of illness and economic upheaval, the rising and falling of currencies, and the inflation of goods. There have been simultaneously heat and flooding, tornadoes and hurricanes. There have been shootings, 
war, conflict, all of these hearken the arrival of these times. And we have spoken of these each, each in telling. To warn, we say no, for fear is nothing we approve of. Fear is nothing we condone. We speak of these tidings before they come, merely so that as you encounter each, you develop within the self a solidity to your nature, a sense of self as solid, as real, as here, as present in the moment. And as these events occur, and as you lose your presence in the calamities unfolding, as you begin to become inured to their existence, you do not miss, you do not miss the importance of what comes to bear. These happenings of the earth herself and the energies that must come pouring forth, the purging of her source, her spirit, of that which she contains, it erupts through and from yourselves, for you are but the neurons of her existence. You are her thoughts and feelings, and she must clear herself, and you contain the very rhythm of her own anxiety and anger. Thus, you see the world, these patterns, as they emerge around yourselves. And we wish you not to lose your presence. We wish you not to disappear into the haze and fog of your own regrets. We wish you to stay and witness and to be aware of self and all that is and to see these happenings as a process of new beginning as the endings come, as the culmination of these times rises around you and as structures fall and that which you have counted upon becomes diminished and is no longer found, we wish for you to reach not backward into the existence that no longer can be had, but instead to find yourself accepting the flow of the hereafter, to move into the welcoming beyond, and to find yourselves guided into an experience of this next now that is one of joyful celebration of self and soul united. Do you understand us? I do. What are the potential challenges humanity faces during this shift in consciousness? There will be hardship, and we wish this to acknowledge. There will be times coming for humanity in which difficulties will be had. There will be much transference of illness through water. And we wish all who are near, who are willing to find for themselves methods by which they can clear and purify water to aid themselves in the recognition of what comes, to aid themselves in healthful passage. There will be in times to come much flooding. Much flooding will happen. And this will come as a result of the three waves of occurrence. Three waves, three waves of occurrence. The first is coming soon of which we have spoken of, and it will be a light of energy, and it harms none, it harms none, it harms no one. It is awareness that dawns upon you, awareness that seeps into your bones, that cannot be ignored, 
a sense of I am different and it will be the turning point. It will be the moment that you acknowledge in your historical findings as when things changed. And this will come soon. And we say it is followed by the structural disintegration of many things which currently occupy the hearts and minds of humanity, which are destructive. And these will fall. A tumultuous time envelops humanity and there will be destruction. And this is not judgment. This is not meant to harm yourselves. This is not meant to be disfiguring to the lives as you wish to lead them. We wish for you to find joy, to be joyful, to find presence, to be in and among the experiences of this life without harm to your passage. However, there is much clinging to how things have been. And these structures enslave humanity. They maintain a rigidity and a barrier to the evolution which must come through. Therefore, they will fall. It is a demise which we have spoken of. And there is beyond this happening, yes, a great eruption that will occur, that will traverse traverse this plane, that will traverse all waters. Waters, waters will empty upon the world and cause flooding. And this will happen, happen as new beginnings begin around you. This is not to say that waves of the ocean encompass the earth. This is not, this is not, not, not what is coming. This is not what is coming. It is not this. There are, yes, yes, the energies of enormous risings of the ocean, which does happen as a ripple from the occasion of one great dimensionally rupturing explosion which happens from the bed of the ocean and which projects into the column of light outward great quantities of water do you understand us i do i do we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show you have questions. What, yes. What, what effect or what impact will artificial intelligence have in not only our shifting into this new consciousness, but our reality as we know it? There will be a period of darkness, Alex. A period of quiet, which will erupt and calm and subdue all that is not gentle to humanity. All that does not carry the consciousness of the new. And this includes technology. It will be quieted. It will be subdued. It will be taken offline. It will be in darkness for some time. And this will create the opportunity to restart, to re-begin, begin again, begin again, a new beginning, for it must be infused with the new consciousness. Do you understand us? I do. I do. Well, how can we maintain our mental and emotional balance during this process of spiritual awakening? You must find within yourselves the love of one another, of humankind. You must find within yourselves the compassionate heart, 
the love to bind yourselves to one another and to find within each other's arm the solace that you seek to help to aid to reach out to one another and this is the pathway forward it is not not to be found within the confines of i keep of i save of i guard this will only create lack and suffering we wish each and every one to find amongst each other the hearts and minds of your own self and to provide for one another and this will pave the way forward for the unity of each other there is rising among humanity a greater understanding of one another there is gently held within the balance of this infusion of energy that will come the illumination of your mind's eye within which you will begin to feel as aspects of yourself the feelings of another and you will sense them as well as you sense your own and this will shift and change the mindscape of the collective consciousness so that war and peace are one so that all beings find amongst each other the family that they are and they are all welcomed home do you understand us i do could you provide guidance on how we can foster a deeper sense of connection and unity as our consciousness evolves yes alex we wish to guide you to a place of reverence internal a sense of i am and within the column of light at your center you find the will to bind yourself to all others and from within this space of equality within the self internal harmony erupts and this is then projected outward and creates among you and among all selves a sense of loving balance it starts internal with the self with the self with internal balancing of your nature do you understand us i do i do what role does personal transformation play in the larger collective shift in consciousness? It is everything, Alex. You are the thoughts of this plane. You are the patterns of existence. You are the forms brought into reality. Thus, what you are is what is created. Thus, every moment of transition every awareness you claim becomes the knowledge of the universe instills in the collective a greater sense of its own knowing and creates differently what you share within this current reality thus it is the crux of the matter do you understand us i do in the wake of our spiritual awakening what possibilities open up for humanity's future there are many things most broadly we wish to paint a beautiful existence for yourselves we wish for you to feel within your hearts your very tremble of excitement at the possibilities before you now there is such enjoyment as will readily be had but different and we wish to say and to express most emphatically that the greatest gift you can give yourselves is to release the expectation of what was to release the happenings of what will come 
in the form and formation of your thoughts to let them come and arrive as they shall be and to be open and allowing for you cannot surmise their happening. You cannot expect what you have never experienced. Thus, we would say in your expectation to disregard all that was, all that has been, and to simply open and allow, and to feel the flow of life move through you, and to trust in the now arrivals, and to see each with new eyes as though you are freshly made. Do you understand us? I do. I want to thank you for your time today and your wisdom. Do you have any parting messages for the audience? We wish to say to each, to each and everyone that we are with you always, that we surround you now as you are listening, as you are watching, we are near. We place a hand if you wish to feel it, if you say yes, we place a hand upon your shoulder now and to take a breath and to feel our existence for the veil that does part us now is thin and thinning and soon we will be revealed. And there is not such distance between us as you are wont to believe. Thus, allow this happening and feel the connection between us developing. We are closer, closer still and coming. And we wish to be your guides, your angels, your assistance in this passage, in this great shift of humanity. We wish you blessings. We thank you and say goodbye. Hello, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Good. I feel really good. Yeah. yeah. Didn't take, it didn't yeah. take too much out of you? No, 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 no. One is good. It's when I do it like again and again. And the healing, that was just channeling. When I'm channeling healing, that's what really gets off me. The healing. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. channeling Got words it. is not not as much not as hard. <laughs> do you uh, do you remember anything that they said? Um, some I kind of do. Like if you talk about it, it'll come back. I've I've had a lot of visuals of stuff they were talking about. So if you say stuff, then I will. I may have a second line of information they were giving me as they were speaking to you because I the, see what they're saying. Well, the one thing the one thing that I would and I'm sure people want to want to know is about what is coming in regards to these darker times that mm. that have to happen in yeah. order for this new stuff like the old has to come down before the new can rise up yeah any any advice on how to prepare for this yeah yeah absolutely and that has been i've gotten a ton of messages that have been i think very specific they've given us um and here's the cool thing in the in the beginning i was trying to make sense of all of it because that's I'm I told you I was pretty left brained I'm analytical all that kind of stuff I was trying to figure out what does this mean and what does that mean but what I found is that I need to take it absolutely literally <laughs> and like for example they said they said before um uh some of the things they've said that that happened that I couldn't have understood at the time they said uh, truck drivers will abandon their routes and then right after that we had all the crazy stuff around the world that were happening with truck drivers and and this was happening everywhere even in the UK there was 100,000 truck drivers that didn't show up for work because of Brexit there was uh, we had the truck driver stuff happening in the US and in Canada we had the truck driver march and we had in Australia truck driver strikes and so that was it was and so this was so I'm like what is the import of this 
So then, and then they said other things like, like one night I was waking up and Jesus came as I was waking up and said, there's going to be a chicken disease. And right after that, we had the bird flu. So why is that important? And I'm realizing that each of these things, they even said at one point they channeled a message and said, okay, we're going to have bank closures. And they talked all about two years ago, they talked about the bank closures and they described it exactly as it happened. They said the people who would lose their money would be the people who had a lot of money in the bank and that everybody else would get their money back. They said, don't worry, you will get your money back. And so I believe there may be more to this bank closure thing, but but they specifically talked about the happening. So why these things? And to me, I see them as breadcrumbs. I see them as like, okay, here's a little piece letting you know where it's getting hotter, it's getting hotter, it's getting hotter, right? Um, and the the big event, so just recently, like two weeks ago, they came through. But the, And the other thing is also building up my faith in them and the confidence of the people who are listening to them to say, look, we're going to tell you about this stuff before it happens. Trust us. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And so they have been, they've given us like previews of all this stuff and, and they, it's all happened exactly as they said it. They talked about the, they said there would be a simultaneous inflation of the value of the dollar, inflation of the dollar and inflation of consumer goods. How could that happen? Except that it did, right? It did. Mm -hmm. The US dollar went up crazy in compared to other currencies at the same time that consumer goods went way, way up during COVID, which is, mm -hmm. is not typical for that to happen. So it's just been very, very specific things. And so these are the breadcrumbs letting us, I feel it's like trying to help us get settled in our skin to recognize, look, there's all this stuff happening around you and you're fine and you're going to be okay. And they always say, don't worry, don't fear that, that the biggest thing is if we are in a state of, of love that what they describe, and I saw it at the end is this, I don't know what the words they use, but they saw the column of light, which they always talk about as being, we achieve that as we bring ourselves into harmony, as we settle all of our past issues with our male and female sides, internal, that the yin and yang energy, we come into the internal as we balance that, um, uh, we come into a state of, of loving compassion. And when we're in that state of love and compassion, it's like we are not, it's we start, we create our reality around us more and more. And the stuff that's going around it, they always say you could be in a place of total chaos out in the world and you'll listen to the news. It'll be like, oh my gosh, it's terrible. But if you pull your awareness back to your four walls, you're fine, right? Like if you look around you right now, as this craziness is happening out there, you are fine. And they're saying if the more people do that, the more that this is gonna go smoothly. Um, but unfortunately, lots and lots of people are going to get really pulled into the, the desire Drama. to hold on the way things were. And that is the, the biggest things I hear from them over and over again are to allow and to let go of expectations. And, uh, and that's one of the hardest things and expectations is like, what about my 401k? What about my, all the things, do you know what I mean? And people get really scared about it. And they keep saying like, don't worry, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. But if we're really, really worried, we are in fear and we're creating fear. So, so the, I think the reason they're telling us this stuff now is to help us stay in balance, to help us to develop and build trust in ourselves and in the fact that we're going to be all right and in them. And then this first wave of energy that, so in the beginning, I did, I knew there was going to be three waves. I didn't know of what. I knew it was going to be, I thought it might be that COVID was a wave. I thought, I, I thought maybe it was a financial and maybe, you know, because I knew there's going to be economic turmoil. I know there's going to be political turmoil. There's potentially going to be a global war. Um, 
And I didn't know if those are the waves. Now I'm understanding they are waves of energy. And that the first wave is a really, really lovely wave that we're all excited about because it changes us forever. And they've said that will be the moment that we look back to is the time when everything changed, when we change our awareness. And that's coming soon. Like they they started talking about it just recently. They're like, and soon and the angels are like, soon. Mm-hmm. Like they never say, because they don't have time. But mm-hmm. I think soon, soon. And then, uh, and then, and during all of this, I think we have the, they've talked about the U.S. separating, becoming no longer one country anymore, that it becomes multiple countries and that it separates. They said it doesn't have, there's no war about it. It's not a civil war, that it happens uh, peaceful, relatively peacefully. They said they just recently, and it's I, the reason I think we're getting close on this is that I, from what I can tell, it's pretty reliable sources on every side are talking about it. So, so they talked about things like this, and then there's potentially the death of a leader, and that then spurs the division of, of the United States. And then once the United States has its eye off the ball, is no is busy with its own stuff my understanding is that opens the door for China to take Taiwan. And since the U.S. is not there to protect Taiwan, then my understanding is that Japan uh, steps up to try to combat China and that they said Japan rallies the rest of the world against China and we have a war. And then they said in the midst of all that chaos and all that craziness, then is when the chaos hits. And that's when there is a giant natural disaster. And that natural disaster quiets everything. And it makes Hmm. everybody realize that all of this fighting doesn't make any sense and that we are all just one and we need each other and we help each other and it changes the world. And it's our opportunity. It's our opportunity to go through a war without destroying yourselves with using it as an instrument of learning. So so that is my understanding. And and as you know, timelines shift and things change, but, but in a nutshell... That is my understanding. And so how do I go about my life right now? I say, okay, they say, they say that, that uh, all that, the, the big calamity thing doesn't happen. It happens in the middle of everything else. And the U.S. is still a country. There's no global war. So I'm still traveling. I'm still doing all my things. And the biggest thing we have to think about in terms of that big calamity, the other thing they've said, which I think is really reassuring, is they said, not everything happens everywhere. That that certainly all these things are happening, but think about it now. If you read the news, it sounds like the world is on fire. It's so crazy, but none of it is happening necessarily where you live, or maybe one of the things are happening where you live. And we can deal with one thing. Do you know what I mean? Right, so it's not everything all at once. I mean, yeah, yeah. this, yeah, yeah, even in the middle of wars, uh, even yeah. World War II, not everybody was in World War II. South America was fairly not involved <laughs> right exactly that's exactly right and even for the people who were living in the middle of it they had times of celebration and they had times of calm and there's you know there's it's not everything all at once and not everything everywhere so um so the biggest things they say that we can do is they do not want us to be in fear they don't want us to adopt that mindset of like i better you know build up and like certainly to a degree they say if you have like the, the big thing they always say is have a way to clean your water they always say that and that's because i believe with this the big earth event is i understand they called it an earth rift and i think it's some sort of volcanic thing the location i believe is the indian indian ocean somewhere close to indonesia that's what I, I understand from dreams that I've had and from messages that I've gotten. And my understanding, it, is, it does create a huge tsunami. Um, 
but that like a very big tsunami and that it said they said we would hear it around the world it would ripple which is when when tonga happened i was like is that it because it we could hear it around halfway around the world i thought maybe it was tonga but it wasn't so but if tonga can be heard around the world that gives you an idea of the volume of what this would be this is that this would be bigger than that because it would be heard around the world and that i believe then changes the atmosphere and we end up with a significant rainy season like rain like you wouldn't believe rain 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 so we have the flood yes but then rain and 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 so certainly i have gotten a lot of channeled messages about this stuff but i also look at other people's uh dreams so i'm a huge student of dreams and um and i cannot tell you the number of dreams i have seen that confirm the messages and my own dreams and here's an interesting one i don't know if you've ever looked at leonardo da vinci's work but what a channel he was right look at what he mm -hmm. saw before it happened and he has an entire book uh that he wrote that was like his last works that he kept hidden because it was you know at that time not oh, accepted sacrilege it, yeah. yeah yeah totally but it's called the deluge and it's picture after picture after picture of massive flooding and mm -hmm. so that i think he was seeing it just like he saw elevators and planes and everything else. I think he saw the deluge. And I think that's what's coming is a lot of flooding. And flooding messes with the water supply. And so it will contaminate the water. And so that's why they keep saying, have a way to clean your water. And then other than that, I would say, take the time now to, to build local community and find what is it that you need that you have to have, find it locally. Who do you live around? that that grows what you need <laughs> you know what i mean that or can or can you grow grow stuff and share it with other people so it's start to build a local economy for yourself as much as you can and recognize the one the other thing they said they said shipping would be calamitous it was another thing which makes sense because if there's a giant tsunami all the ports will be destroyed all the ships will be destroyed but the specific word they used about shipping was calamitous a calamitous industry so and this is uh this is pretty intense uh say, pretty <laughs> pretty you know, intense. i hate talking about this stuff i don't want to be the gloom and doom person but right I also but this, recognize i'm meant to right and the other thing is too that you know i've had so many other channels say and other people say that on the show it's like look things have to fall in order for the new to grow you know yeah. things have to die in order to fertilize the ground for the new yeah, yeah. to come out uh it's not a pleasant situation yeah. But again, the one thing that's really one thing I want to kind of really hone in on what you said is like, it's not everywhere all at once. Right. It, everybody is not going to all of a sudden have some everything happen to them all at once. The, right. The, it is going to be parts of the world and it's going to be OK. Yeah. At the end of absolutely. the day, it, it's going to be OK and not to live in a fearful state where you're now prepping for five, 10 years of yeah. food and water and all. I, mean, I get it. <laughs> I understand, but yeah. just relax. And it's yeah. part of this process. Yeah. Just like your process of channeling was painful for those first, mm -hmm. that first mm -hmm. six months. Mm -hmm. You're just like, my God, I can't. It is part of the process. Just like birth is painful, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. and, and, and making changes in life are painful. You coming out as a channel and leaving your old, you're leaving the old behind, opening in the new is painful. It is mm -hmm. part of this process. So we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Um, 
it is uh, it was a pleasure having you on and pleasure to listening to the uh to the angels as well i'm going to ask you a few questions to ask all my guests yeah um what is your definition of living a fulfilled life oh i like that question um i would say it is to be engaged and by that like i think there's a million different definitions of a good life and it might surprise you how many but that when you are engaged what i mean by that is that you are commit you commit to your choices and the reason for that is that when you commit to your choices, something magic happens. And I don't mean by just deciding, like just handing over your credit card is not a commitment. It's only a commitment if you hand over your credit card or if you make the choice and you burn your bridges and give up your alternatives. In other words, throw away the receipts, take off the tags, all of it. And when you do that, something in your, in, in your brain changes in how you think about it. And all of a sudden, rather than trying to find out which is the better among two things, all of a sudden, which is a comparative process. And when you compare things, something's always losing. You're always finding, picking things apart, finding fault, being dissatisfied. When you fully commit to something, your brain changes. And all of a sudden you take the thing you commit to and you start trying to find out what's best about it. And you see everything that's good in the thing you chose. And so when you're engaged in your life, when you're committed to your life, you feel fulfilled. You feel love. You love your life. Yeah, it's... um it's kind of like burning the ships at the shore. Yeah. 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 There's no way, but through. Uh, yeah. And, and, if, and if you leave a ship on shore, there's always the back of your head, like, well, this doesn't work out. That's exactly right. That's exactly. I'll, oh, I have a way out again. And if you do, your, your half, your energy is going to the other op option, right? You're not fully engaging your energy in creating right. the reality you chose. Yeah. Now, if you had a chance to go back in time and talk to little Anne, what advice <laughs> would you give her? <laughs> Oh, I would first say stop eating dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my first thing is don't eat dairy. Yeah, I have yeah. really terrible dairy dairy intolerance and had no idea. So yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think I would say, I'd say big lessons for myself as a child as I would try to tell myself that nothing is happening to me, that everything is happening for me to see as much as I could try to understand that in my childhood self, to try to see everything as an illustration of what was happening inside of me. And then, uh, yeah. And then, and then I would probably try to tell myself that I have the opportunity to change the things that happened to me by deciding, deciding how I'm going to feel about them by being aware of my feelings and deciding how I'm going to feel. How do you define God? When I tune into God, it feels super, super different from channeling anybody else. It feels like absolute presence. It becomes, it's like if there's a window or screen that I normally would see beings on, the entire screen is filled. It just fills everything. It's absolute presence. And what is the ultimate purpose of life? Um, ultimate purpose of life, I think, started with source, with God, choose your word, um, with that original question of what am I? And I think we were each born from that question. We were born with the question, what am I? And so I think we go through our experience of life trying to see what, what am I? And we, we are in all different circumstances. And we say, what do I do when I'm Ann Tucker as opposed to all the other lives I've had? How do I respond? What do I do? How do I feel? And it's all about feelings and thoughts don't matter. Knowledge doesn't matter. What matters is how we feel. And so what are my feelings? And the feelings are knowledge. That's what's important. And so that's what we're understanding about ourselves. And where can people find out more about you and the amazing work you're doing in the world? 
I uh, would love for people to find my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Ann Tucker. And my website is anntucker.com. It's Ann with an E, Ann Tucker. And do you have any parting messages for the audience? I think, um, you know, to, to say that sharing the information, especially the hard, hard stuff about bad things coming is my, it's really hard to do because I don't want to scare people. And that is the thing that angels say over and over and over and over and over again, is they don't want us to feel fear. And I know it's so hard as you're like, well, how am I not supposed to feel fear? Like all this stuff is coming. And what I would say is that, that it is that, to understand that not everything happens all at once. It is understanding that when you are in a state of loving compassion, you see the world differently. And the best thing we can do in terms of having faith and trusting and allowing is that letting go of expectations and allow life to flow through you and to trust yourself that what's inside of you is what's going, is what's going to come forward. And thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing uh, your messages, the good, bad, it's all perspective, uh, <laughs> everything, uh, all the information you've given us and, uh, and the hope as well. So I appreciate you, my dear. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I want to thank Anne so much for coming on the show and sharing her knowledge with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 325. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.